Hey everybody, this is David Christ, uh, former head coach at Blacksburg High School, and this is Crunch Time. Believe with all your heart. Believe in yourself. Believe in each other. And believe that in four quarters, we're going to walk in this locker room, we're going to break the music up, and we're going to dance. From the studios of WPLY, in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia, this is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and Crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. It's Crunch Time, baby! It really is Crunch Time. It is. It is. I mean, I'm serious. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's the name of our show, but it is Crunch Time right now. I you mean, got it's, it. Uh, it's playoff time, and and we ain't playing. Right. We ain't fooling around. It's it's um, it's one and done if you don't keep winning. So, uh, and we've already experienced a little bit of that. It's it's uh, you know we've had a couple shockers out there, at least to me. Uh, but we're going to talk about that here in a second. Good morning, Central and Southwest Virginia. Um, wow, uh, third we started Thursday. Yes, in a and, game that in a couple games that we thought maybe we would see some local teams winning. Yes, we expected. I mean, for you know, and and we don't get to see teams like Louisa County. I mean, they're 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 good. They're they're Right. And that's the first thing I thought about because I'm like, you know, these are the teams we don't get to see. And you know, we always make reference to it during the season because we're watching our teams play and then you're like, well, now you got to find these teams from other places right. to, you know, coming in from the coast to play and you just don't know who's coming. And these teams show up, and you're like, well, didn't see that going to, you know. And yeah. we didn't see this the other night. I, I didn't. I know I didn't. I didn't either. But, you know, Louisa County, if I'm right, is in between Charlottesville and Richmond. Yes. A little bit north. And yeah. so, you know, it's kind of a bedroom community of those bigger cities. Right. So you've got um, the potential for people to move out there, work in Richmond, work in Charlottesville, and live out in Louisa County. Sure. So, you know, they have... Uh, good numbers, and obviously they have good players. Yeah. Wasn't Louisa County where they had the earthquake? Yes. yes. Mineral. Mineral, yeah. In That's that area right. there, yes. That's uh, right. Yeah. That was the epicenter. So, yeah. well, it was an earthquake on Thursday for EC it was. Glass. It was. Uh, they beat EC Glass 35-14. That's what we're talking about. And, um, you know, we hate that. Uh, certainly, uh, was I was looking forward to a possible, you know, uh, Salem EC Glass yes. rematch. Yeah. Uh, but that's not going to happen. But, you know, that's that's high school football. It is. That's it why is. you play them. You, you know, it's not on paper. It's, right. It's it's on the field. And um, so, anyways, um, tough way to start Thursday night at City Stadium. Uh, big first-round games last night. Um, my game was Radford-Floyd County. Okay. Mm -hmm. Impressive. Yes. I mean, Radford, well, I'm going to talk about them in a little bit. Um, and we've got a, a uh, you know, a, a, a little piece from Coach Chris. And, by the way, uh, coach Michael Christ is the coach at uh, the new coach at Radford, and his dad is our legendary coach that we're playing today, Dave Christ, and they sound so similar. Right. I didn't realize that till I just heard that that opening. Okay. I'm like they sound a lot alike. Sure. So, anyways, I digress. But um, so big uh, forty-seven twenty-seven win over Floyd County for Radford. Uh, it was fun to be there. Salem rolls. LCA rolls. Yes. Christianburg rolls on. Uh, Jimmy uh, and Graham Whitaker, uh, Jimmy of the Jimmy thing and Crunch MVP and all. I mean, what else? is Jimmy's into everything. 
Right. Does he have his own Ginsu knives? He does. We, I mean, you can order out for them. Christmas. They're coming yeah. out for Christmas. You so, can order yeah. them now. So, <laughs> so having um, a little shipping issue getting them in. Shipping right issue. Now. Yeah, exactly. the container. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he was at the Lord Botetot Hidden Valley game. They yep. were at that. And, um, you know, Lord Botetot stepped on the gas a little they bit. They did. They did. Just a, yeah, a quick comment. Yeah. Um, you know, I and I remember saying this last week, you know, because I thought about things you say, but... I said last week, I would not want to play Lord Botetot. And um, they they were they were ready to go. Not that Hidden Valley wasn't, but it was um, it, it was definitely LB's night. Just outmanned a little bit. Yeah, you know, the thing that I like with LB right now is they're starting to understand their roles. Mm-hmm. The Nicely kid is the quarterback. The Bratton kid is the running back. And I like but is he? But <laughs> but no. But but you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. They're they're not trying to they're not trying to sit there and go, okay, you're the quarterback and running back. You're the quarterback. You know, and we watched this double edged sword last night, you know, and boy, they picked up a chunk of yards running. Yeah. And that's the key thing is that when you know you've got that young man whose role is one thing to be the quarterback, but he can run. But you've also got that weapon with Bratton there to hand that ball to and let him run. You've got something. And, you know, we've watched Bratton be quarterback. We've watched him be running back. We've watched, but I'm, I'm starting to like this nicely Bratton setup here because it is, you know, clarifying things. Some. Yeah, that's right. But, but I would say that um, knowing those two, the roles that they have, sure, um, they're, those roles don't happen. If it isn't for those big linemen, sure, clear. Yes. I mean, it oh, was yeah. it yeah. was freakish how they paused, waited till the linemen to do theirs, and then all right. of a sudden there was daylight. Well, yep. you know that that's the heart and soul of any team, and Salem lives and dies by it. Those mules, that's what makes Salem. You know, and you and that's when you sprinkle in some Logan. That's when you sprinkle in some Leftwich. That's when you you know. That you have those things, but those linemen, defense and offense, they make those teams. I don't think you can sprinkle in linemen. They're you, too big. They're too big. You know, they're big sprinkles. <laughs> you know, big sprinkles. <laughs> they're big sprinkles. They're chunks. They're chunks. Yeah, they're chunks. You chunk the linemen. That's but. it. Well, you're talking about KJ Bratton. I mean, we really, and we've known him and watched him for, for a few years now, but his coming out party for people around here was the LCA game last yes. year. Yes. In the playoffs. Right, I mean, LCA, he. I don't think he was on their radar, and he scored on two big long runs. He did, yeah, and showed his quickness and his speed. And right. LCA was quick last year. Well, and I think too, when you you watched it over time, and you know, I think that you know, Coach Harless was trying to figure out the role here, and I think last night kind of showed me the role of right. sitting there going, "Okay, nicely is your quarterback." But let Bratton be the guy that you rely on to run the ball and get that ball down the field. And they did last night. And that was the key thing because if Nicely didn't have it, Bratton had it, and you didn't know how to stop either one of them. But, again, we we saw, too, this this last part of the season for Hidden Valley, Mm. it got extremely rough. And it it got tough quick. And we had even made, you know, reference to it that – we could see them losing three, four games in this, you know, batch sure. here. It was a great Cinderella story to talk about at the beginning of the season, but I think you were also looking at the opponents they were going after. And then, you know, you start getting the big well, boys into the mix. That, but they beat, you know, Franklin County. They did beat Frank, but 
and, they and beat I don't want good teams early. They did, and I don't want to take anything away from Hidden Valley because Hidden Valley is a good team. But I think you start getting into the meat of the season, and you really start looking at these teams. And nothing against the win over Franklin County, but Franklin County had some, you know, issues starting the season and maybe wasn't 100% all there. Right. And, you know, I I don't know if Hidden Valley could have beat the Franklin County of today. That's the, And I don't want to take anything away from Hidden Valley because <laughs> they were a good team. But Franklin County, Franklin County should have won that game the other night, and they gave that game away the other night. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I don't, I just, I just don't know. I think Hidden Valley got into a part of their season where it just got tough on them. And you well, know, they had a couple key injuries too. I mean, they, they did. needed everybody to be healthy. Yeah, they did. But they, hey, I give it to them. They had a great season. Absolutely. Yeah, they had a great season. So when you say the meat of the of the schedule, you're you're talking about getting the knife out, not just the fork and the spoon. Not the right. Okay. okay. Yeah. No. Just to clarify. Just to clarify, because you're, I mean, Jimmy's you know, the food guy. Exactly. <laughs> but no, you're looking at the Salem's. You're looking at the you know the Christiansburgs and things like. Then you're sitting there going, wow. That's, that's you know, these are the teams that you're looking at going, I, I don't know if anybody can beat these guys right now. And, you know, I just, they're just that good right now. So, But we didn't know Louisa County till Thursday. Ex- it, well, and that's what we were talking right, about. You right. don't know these teams coming in, you know, and I think that's why some of these teams have such difficulties with, you know, these teams coming in because you, you don't get to see these guys. Right. We well, talk about them. We don't see them. Yeah, and then. I, the last quick thing, so I'll make sure and say uh, I want to say something real positive about Hidden Valley is that uh, being there at the game last night, at the last you know snap when they took a knee, Lord Botetot did. I mean, the fight was still in HB. Yeah. I mean, they you know they did not give up. They fought the whole game, and it's it's what you would hope and what you would expect from a team like Hidden Valley. And um, so you know, hated to see their season end, but. But you know, it was a good season. It was for a the good Titans. season. You're you're starting to see one team with momentum. You're starting to see another team again hit that rough patch of the season. Well, and, and the the thing about Hidden Valley too, I mean, Ashton Carroll's their leader. Yes, and he's a fiery guy. He is. He he is a competitor, and you know, he'll fight you over checkers. I and mean, so <laughs> exactly. I mean, he yeah. Will. So so he you know he wants to win. So it, it's funny, and I just bring that up because. Um, you know, a lot of times when you're looking at high school teams, you're looking for the heart of the team. That's it. And a lot of times it's a guy, it's yeah. a player or right. a captain or maybe a group of guys. And he, I mean, he is the heart of the team. Sure. Oh, yeah. And uh, they played and won and and did as he did. Right. And uh, fortunately, he stayed healthy all year because yeah, he, he, he throws he his body around. He did. But anyway, I mean, I, I you know, they had a great year and we're yeah. proud of Hidden Valley. Proud of Hidden Valley. Um, but how about Patrick Henry? That, yes. Let me tell you. Yes. That one shocked me. And, and well, I we lo- saw your picks in the crowd. I know. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry, Patriots. <laughs> I, you know, I've told you I love PH. But I was looking at a, at a team here that had not lost a home game this year, had won six straight games. Look at Coach doing the stats. And I'm it. like, you know, this is a team, Massaponics, that I felt like was the momentum was going to carry him over this game. And P.H. said, hold on a minute, boys. I got a little something for you. Not so fast, my friend. In the words of Don Holter, we're pretty good ourselves. (laughs) You know, we're pretty good too here. And uh, they showed up and handled business last night, and good for those guys. And But, no, I'll be honest with you. 
I picked against you. But uh, it was one of those things of looking at momentum on this deal. Yeah. And a little home cooking, too. Wow, that's that's a lot. And, boy, they went in there and they took their custard stand chili and put it in the bus and brought what? it on home with them. Said, y'all don't deserve custard stand chili tonight. <laughs> I'm taking it home with me. Wow, we don't have to run their spot this <laughs> <Exactly>. week. <laughs> Just giving them love. Uh, forty-two twenty-eight was that score. So, uh, congratulations, Patrick Henry. We're proud of you guys, and uh, that was a good team. You did. It was. Uh, that it was. was an upset. Uh, certainly, they were ranked higher. Franklin County lost a close when we talked about that. William Campbell. Look at mm. that. Fourteen yep. to twelve over Sussex Central. Yes. I love that. Coach yes. Brogan is such a great guy, and you know that's one of the smaller single A schools, and I think he's got their attention. You know, about three weeks ago, he started in his comments in the crunch. If you read the crunch, it's got okay. the coach's comments in it each week. And, you know, it talks about players of the game and stuff like that that the coaches call out. He started to communicate in a way that said, hey, my guys are responding. Right. My guys are starting to do what we need them to do in order to win. Uh, I love to see that. To me, that's a dog whistle that says, keep your eye on these yeah. guys. You, you know, they're, 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 they're moving out of, you know, where they were to, to improve. Right. Yeah. So anyways, um, Hey, quick call out to, uh, my good friend, Crystal at EC glass, a true Hilltopper fan there. there she's go. in the front office and she's, she's a great lady and loves those kids, loves uh, that school. She's actually, uh, uh, does a lot for, uh, uh coach Woody. And, uh, so okay. I just wanted to call her out. All right. So, uh, Captain Crunch here, uh, man, it's, we're already in what week four. 14 of our show, yes. week 12 of the season. So that's like, what, you know, three and a half months or something? It is. I mean. Look at that. I mean, Coach might shave here, you know, after no, a bit. No, no. I got to wait till Christmas. Oh, you know, yeah, okay. Like, He's got a Santa Claus <laughs> exactly. somewhere. Looking good, too. It is exactly. looking good. All right. Nice. All right, so this morning, I uh, just want to call out, we're going to have Coach Jordan Stewart from Eastmont on the line. Okay. Uh, Coach Stewart's a great man, uh, does a great job over there. Um, we're going to have some post-game comments from um, Radford coach Michael Christ uh, and Brooksville's, Brookville's head man, Jonathan Meeks. Um, yep. So we're looking forward to that. Um, all right, let me call out a few of our our, um, our sponsors. want to do that. Uh, Haley Toyota, Haley has it for less. Yes. Chuck Baker and the, and the crew over there do a great job. And, again, I can't stress enough how much local stuff they're involved in. Um, you know, if you really care about people who care about you, who actually support your communities and your, the things that you enjoy and your kids and you, 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 uh, you got to support these guys that, that get into the local. Sure. And that's Chuck and his team over there. Yeah. So, uh, great job there. U.S. Cellular, same way. Uh, you can get the crunch at any local U.S. Cellular in, in Lynchburg and Roanoke down in the New River Valley, all the way to Galax and, and Withville. Uh, they all have uh, the crunch in there. We're really uh, glad to be with them. Dogwood, the oh, Dogwood Restaurant. Uh, my boys over there uh, do a great job. If you haven't been in there a while, in a while, we probably haven't. But Jimmy's in there quite a bit every day. Jimmy, what's uh, have they not, changed not anything quite in, every the day, day. in the decor? <laughs> no, everything. Everything's still, okay. Still great, and the the best part of that great is is the food is still great. That's so, good. There you yeah, go. That's good. And then Tater Benson of MKB Realty, uh, Coach Benson used to coach at Botetot, a uh, great man there. We're really ha- proud to have him as a part of yeah. uh, the Crunch crew. And we'll, we'll, we'll mention some others later, but uh, those are a few. Uh, so let's circle the campfire here real quick. I don't want to spend a lot of time right now because I want to get to our call with the coach. But um, this is our Saturday morning quarterback time, spreading the love around. 
you know, our three crunch games last night, the ones that we covered uh, explicitly, was Floyd County at Radford, Rockbridge County at Brookville, and Lord Botetourt at Hidden Valley. Those were our three games. Uh, Coach, what uh, quickly, just what caught your eye? Just uh, sum you know, it up. One of the things that caught my eye last night, and it caught my eye early this morning, I picked up my phone, and, you know, we live on these hand devices these days. <laughs> and I clicked on Facebook, and the first post I saw was uh, from Jennifer. Um, and I coached Jennifer's daughter for years. And she, when I was coaching, she would bring her son, Mikey, uh, to the field to watch her daughter practice. And Mikey would ride his little bike. And I'm talking one of the very small ones, training wheels. And if you're, very, if you're familiar with Vineyard Park, mm-hmm. it has that road. And Mikey would ride that bike mm-hmm. up and down that road, up and down that road. Well, last night was his last game as a high school football player. Wow. And, you know, this is an emotional game that we deal with on a weekly basis. And we watch these kids not only each week, but Carl, you've been doing this. Jimmy, you've been doing this. I've been doing this for years. We've watched these kids grow up. Yeah. And we watch them move to the next level. We watch them become dads. We watch them become homeowners. We watch them become business owners. And I just want to give a big shout out to Mikey, Luke, Mikey, Sam, Sam, Ethan, and Marquise. Hmm. Uh, They're the seniors from Roanoke Catholic. And last night was their last game as seniors. And, you know, it's one of those things at the end of the day, you know, coaches always tell you, you know, when it's all said and done, what are you going to be remembered for? Mm. And these are good young men. And hopefully they get out there and, you know, positives, you know, on society. And, you know, hopefully they raise their children within that Catholic school system. And, you yeah. you know, you start seeing those names Real, and everything. Yeah. But a uh, big shout-out to them, and I'm glad to see Mikey's heading to the next level. Don't know what he's going to do yet, uh, but, you know, good for them, and I'm glad they got their senior That's game awesome. in last night. Hate it was a loss. Yeah. But St. Michael happened. got him. yeah. Yeah, St. Michael yep. got him. Did Coach just do a Jimmy thing? I think I did. Oh, yeah. I think I did. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what did Coach like say? That was good, Coach. Yeah, that yeah. was good. So, Very yeah. good. Yeah. All right, uh, so, Jimmy, what caught your eye? Well, I mean – uh, just just the part where I, I started thinking back, you know, Hidden Valley ended both seasons at the hands of LB. Last year they lost to LB at LB. This year they lost. But, um, you know, it was uh, – and, and, Coach, just like you said, you, you get used to watching these players yeah. and, you know, you get involved in them. You get involved with their families. And um, so it's, it's hard to believe that, you know, for all these kids, as you all mentioned at the beginning, that – you lose now, the season's over, and it's it comes very, you know, real to life of yeah. what's going on. But um, the beauty is through all this is they've they've got to play a season. COVID didn't, yes, you know, right. grab them like they did last year. So, yes. so very thankful for that. And, um, you know, it's a good atmosphere last night, the game. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's funny. You think about uh, kids graduating and moving on, and, and I don't think of it as our family getting smaller. I think it is a getting bigger. The crunch sure. family just gets bigger because we don't let go of these kids. No. Uh, we keep an eye on them. You know, yes. we're starting to follow the the college scene and, and try to track them and see what they're doing. And we hear from them from time to time when they come back. And, and it's pretty cool. So, I, you know, to me, uh, you know, some people might be a little sad because their high school career is over. I mean, to me, uh, for crunch and for what we do, our family just keeps getting bigger every year. That's it. And, and, you know, I'll have someone that'll walk up to me 
And one of the first things they'll say is like, hey, did you did you see what the Rice kid did at BMI this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> and you're sitting there going, you know, or did you see what the Overstreet kid did? Or did you see what Henderson did? And because it is that extended family. Yes. And they're, you know, and it's not only so much of, you know, hey, we, we are seeing it too. And, we, you know, and it's such, it warms our hearts, not only us covering them, sure. but the fans sitting there going, we're still watching them. Right. And we're still impressed. They're and, still our kids. Exactly. And, you know, and it, it warms my heart to hear, you know, when yeah. the Heisman, you know, list comes out and there's Travion Henderson on that, you know, on that Heisman list, and you're sitting there going, man, could this kid win this thing I want to see him block a little he better was, for him. Yeah, he was a cover. That's he what I'm saying. for the crunch, Yeah, baby. could this kid win the Heisman? And, man, what, you know, that would be awesome for this, you know, this state and that region. Absolutely. You know, so, yeah. Well, and he's got a great story with his mom and everything. He does. And, you know, so. Yeah. All right, so we've got a great show today highlighted by our U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline call with Eastern Montgomery head coach Jordan Stewart. Uh, we're going to do that here in a few minutes. Also on today's show, our Haley Toyota Legends of the Game interview with former Blacksburg head coach Dave Christ. So uh, you're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. Hey, Ronald, Chuck Baker from Haley Toyota. It's our 18th annual Yes Member celebration. Yes, we have a great inventory of local trade-ins, certified Toyotas, and Haley preferred cars to fit just about any budget. Yes, new inventories are at an all-time low. However, we're not taking advantage of the shortage by using market adjustment stickers over MSRP. Come order yours now during our Yes Member event. Yes Member means saving thousands on your next new or used Toyota. And yes, Haley has it for less. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. Hi, friends. Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct, Tater Benson with MKB Realty, 540-353-7173. 
The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Do you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same-day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6. And Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop. I'm Brambleton. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Jay Harlow, financial advisor with the Mirius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, and I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive, Southwest Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day, using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasino's, Belleville, and Roanoke. Berman Clark here from Unaris. October 15th is the annual open enrollment period for Medicare. If you're looking for local expertise on the right Medicare coverage for you, give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris, here to help with all your insurance needs. bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. time everybody all right we're gonna push the coach back a little bit um we're getting connected here uh working through some things um so stay with us uh, for a few minutes there um but we'll get we'll get to coach stewart here just in a few minutes um let's talk about the dogwood restaurant okay um okay jimmy okay <laughs> i okay. agree yes. yes uh what'd you have on on the menu this week, Jimmy, um, when you walked in there. Yeah, what? actually, this week I, I wasn't actually in there, but but oh. I will tell you that 
when I was in, uh, I did stop in to deliver the crunch uh, to yep. a very full restaurant. So it was a little before 12 on uh, Wednesday. So uh, I could tell you that the smell was delicious. And the smiles on everybody's faces were very delicious. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Their smiles were very big, so they all they seemed go. very happy. Well, that's yeah. a that, that's a great segue because I mean, uh, for you know, the the dogwood is such a special place, right? Um, it's not just a place to to get some grub. It it is a place where you know your friends are. Sure, uh, you go in there, and I don't know how many people. When I'm in there, I always meet somebody. Right. I like sitting at the bar. Yes. And watching them cook and talking to Keith and Jamie and everybody up there cooking and watching what they do and smelling everything, looking at everything. The problem with setting up there is everything looks so good. You want it all. You want it all. Yeah. And you can't have no. it all, Coach. No. I mean, that's what they tell no. me. That's true. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, it all looks good. And, and you watch them prepare it. And there's something about watching people prepare uh, your food that really is Satisfact uh, gives you a lot of satisfaction, and, and like Jimmy said, the smells are fantastic. And um, so let's go to um, Jimmy. Why don't you go ahead and give us the scores uh, for uh, last night and Thursday? Uh, and uh, let's let's talk a little bit about these uh, these scores before we swoop back in and get coach. All right, that sounds good. So here's our scores for uh, we we already mentioned St. Michael the Archangel. 70, Roanoke Catholic 6. Holston, still keeping an undefeated season going, beats Honeaker 42 to 7. Perry McClure, 36, Narrows 8. Giles, 47, Eastern Montgomery, 16. Galax, 42, Grayson County, 7. William Campbell, 14, Sussex Central, 12. Glenver, 56, Patrick County, 14. Radford, 47, Floyd County, 27, Martinsville, 16, James River, 13, Lord Botetot, 41, Hidden Valley, 6, Abingdon, 28, Northside, 14, Christiansburg, 48, Stanton River, 0, Brookville, 57, Rockbridge County, 12, Heritage, 45, Waynesboro, 10, Liberty Christian Academy, 56, Wilson Memorial, 7, Salem, 35, Amherst, 0, Patrick Henry, 42, Massaponics, 28, uh, George Wythe gets a win over Covening by forfeit, uh, Louisa County on Thursday beats EC Glass, 35 to 14, and then also uh, Western Branch, 35, Franklin County, 27, and then last Saturday, Carl and I, we watched the Glenver-Giles, which Glenver won 54-6 to over Giles. And there's your scores. That's awesome. I tell you, a lot of great games. A lot of really, um, you know, <clears throat> some of them not so surprising, kind of expected. You know, you expected some of the favorites to to uh, win and, and maybe even win big in these opening round games because you've got the higher seeds with the lower seeds. Um, so, you know, uh, some of that's expected, but but some really good games. I'm going to go through, I'm going to use this time right now before we actually get into our games to talk about um, some of the games around the different classes. So, um, and, and some that stood out to me. In class six, uh, Battlefield's number one, and they beat Colonial Fords 36 to 14. Okay. Uh, which, you know, decent, decent game there. I yeah. mean, um, you know, again, as you go in the playoffs, a lot of times these scores get tighter yes. and tighter yes. and tighter. Uh, just because the competition gets better. 
Um, Robinson beat uh, Alexandria City 52-13. to 13. Uh, A really good game. Number five, South County against number uh, eight, West, West Springfield. Um, South County won 16-13. to 13. Okay. So, you know, you're talking about a five and eight. That's unfortunate. How would you like to play somebody in the top ten in your first playoff game? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, West Springfield's out. Uh, and it's because they drew South County, who was, you know, in the top ten. But, you know, that's that's the luck of the draw. So that that's a few in uh, in six. In Class 5, now this is where Patrick Henry's still alive. Okay. You know, so Patrick Henry pulled the biggest upset, beating Massaponics 42-28. Just to give you a sort of a level set, Stonebridge, number one, beat Independence 50-22. to They beat Independence last week. Okay. That's another one of those rare wow. play them twice. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but Independence closed the gap a little bit. Okay. They still, learned a little something. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. still going home. Uh, Green Run has had a great year. Beat Tallwood 60-14. to 14. They're number two in Class 5. Um, Mountain View, who PH plays next, is fourth. And they're number four in the state. They beat Woodgrove 42-35. to 35. Okay. So, you know, Woodgrove, Woodgrove was number nine. So, again, you got two top ten teams playing each other in the first round. Um, so, that's big. Highland Springs at number five. They beat J.R. Tucker 63 to nothing. Mari beat Norview, number, and Mari's number six. Um, they beat Norview 40 to six. Um, River Bend beat uh, Abermarle, and Abermarle is number seven. Uh, they beat him 26 to nine. So those are a few games that stood out there in class five. Class four, <clears throat> we had Dinwiddie uh, beat number one in class four right now, beat Atley 49 to 14. Number two is King George. They beat Chancellor 21-7. to Okay. Pretty close game there. Number three, G.W. Danville. Yeah. Put it on Orange County, 62-21. Okay. You know, and it's it's amazing, too, because we watched G.W. Danville at the beginning of the season. They missed, like, the first two weeks. Yeah. Because I believe COVID and, you know, other teams having it, them, you know, in that mix and everything. Uh, for them, you know, we know G.W. Danville is always a good team. We know the product they're going to put out there. But for them really to kind of start slow and turn on the Jets here at the end of the season, that's what GW Danville does. Well, the game they the, got caught my eye really was they handled Bassett. Okay. And Bassett's really good. Yeah. They beat him 21 to 7 a couple weeks ago. Okay. It's like, oh, wait oh, a minute now. Yeah. Because Bassett have had kind of run roughshod over a lot of people right. recently. Yeah. So, uh, number four, Salem. They beat Amherst County 35 to nothing. <clears throat> Tied for fourth. Uh, as Broad Run, they beat Sharando 41-13. So keep in mind some of the names of these teams because as our teams win, they're going to have to face some of these guys. Uh, Matoka lost to uh, Patrick Henry Ashland. Uh, Matoka was number six. They lost 25-28, so that was a bit of an upset there. Um, EC Glass, number 10, lost to Louisa, Louisa County. We talked about that. Uh, Verina just got by uh, Powhatan, 28-27. Tuscarora. Tuscarora. Aurora. Beat Kettle Run. Now, Kettle Run's number seventh in the state. Tuscarora isn't ranked. And Tuscarora beat him 45 to 12. Mm. So, Salem fans are familiar with Tuscarora because they played in the playoffs the last two years, lost the first one, won last year, and on, on their way to a state championship. So, uh, certainly, uh, you know, uh, a team you want to keep your eye on. Class three, Phoebus number one beat Tab 46 to nothing. Uh, number two, LCA um, beat Wilson Memorial fifty-six to seven. Uh, Christiansburg forty-eight to nothing over Stanton River. Uh, York, what a great name of a team! <laughs> Tied for third. 
Yeah. New York beat uh, Southampton 21 to 6. Lafayette plays today. They play Booker T. Washington. They're number five. Number six, Heritage. Our Heritage beat uh, Waynesboro 45 to 10. Abingdon beat our, you know, Northside team here, our crunch team. Uh, Abingdon is number seven. They beat them 28 to 14. Bassett beat Magna Vista. Hidden Valley lost to Lord Botetot. Hidden Valley was number nine. And Brookville uh, beat Rockbridge County 57 to 12. Uh, class two, just a couple. Graham. Uh, beat Lee 62-32, so Graham's number one in the state right now. Not away, beat Randolph Henry 67-16. Sturch Draft, we hear a lot about them. They beat Larray 44-7. Glenver's number four. They beat Patrick County 56-14, so Glenver continues to roll. Um, and uh, then over, uh, and then Appomattox number nine beat Gretna 40-14. So actually, Radford's got to travel to Appomattox this coming week. Okay. So that's okay. that's their next thing. And then class one, we've got um Riverheads, uh I, I believe was on a bye this week. Holston, Jimmy talked about Holston beating Honeaker forty two to seven. Galax, a crunch team, beat Grayson County forty two to seven. They're number three in the state. Uh number five in the state's Giles. They beat Eastern Montgomery forty seven to sixteen. So just want to go around the state and talk about a few games that caught my eye. Right. You know, one of the teams that's really catching my eye right now, and we talked a little bit about them last week, and that's the old fighting blues out of Perry McClure. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. What in the world happened there? That was a team that lost their first three games, and then somebody said, uh, time to play some ball. Uh, and Coach somebody, Baker happens. What somebody happens? showed up, and yeah. these guys have been rolling here. And, you know, big win last night in the first round of the playoffs, and you're yeah, sitting there going, years. you know, what are we – what are we looking at with this team? Because, you know, we what was the team a couple of years ago? Was it Christiansburg, Blacksburg, that had lost a lo uh, several Blacksburg. games? Blacksburg. Blacksburg. Five and five. And won the state, and, and won the state title. Yeah. yeah. And you're sitting there going, what clicks on into a team that automatically you just feel like, well, this is not the same team that I saw at the beginning of the season. Right. Something clicked and it just starts working. Right. Just win four in the playoffs. That's it. Win. That's yeah. all you got to I mean, do. Just get there. First. Just get there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. forget the season. Forget the season. Now you just got to win four. Four. This is your season. Win yeah. four straight and you get it all. Yeah. Well. Um, all right. So I think we've got. Um, I think we got everything straightened out here. Let's go. Let's just, uh, Coach. You want to go take a quick, quick break. break? Yep. And then when we come back, we'll have uh, Coach uh, Eastern Montgomery Coach Jordan Stewart on the line with us. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. Hey, Ronald, Chuck Baker from Haley Toyota. It's our 18th annual Yes Member celebration. Yes, we have a great inventory of local trade-ins, certified Toyotas, and Haley preferred cars to fit just about any budget. Yes, new inventories are at an all-time low. However, we're not taking advantage of the shortage by using market adjustment stickers over MSRP. Come order yours now during our Yes Member event. Yes Member means saving thousands on your next new or used Toyota. And yes, Haley has it for less. Hey, Berman Clark here from Inaris. 
We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris, here to help with all your insurance needs. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English Muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me? Pumpkin spice. Thomas's English Muffins. Wake up to what's possible. All right, welcome back to Crunch. Uh, crunch time, everybody. This is the U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline. And we have Eastern Montgomery coach Jordan Stewart on the line. Coach, are you there? Yes, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? All right. Hey, um, I just want to compliment you guys. You you had a uh, have had a great season. I know it was a tough loss to Giles last night, but uh, certainly Giles has been a thorn in a lot of people's sides over the year. But uh, you really had a, a a good year reaching the playoffs before you know, bowing out last night. Can you talk a little bit about uh, this year and this team? Yeah, we, uh, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, I thought we played really well. I mean, we had some ups and downs, obviously. Um, you know, had our first couple of scrimmages canceled, so we kind of rolled into the season not really knowing exactly what was going on. We did get to get a little scrimmage in with Carroll County and Martinsville at the beginning of the year, but you know, our quarterback got hurt in that one, and then in you know, the first game of the season, not really – you got and having to go play Holston game one and then week two, uh, running into the coronavirus like everybody else and having to sit six starters. And then we kind of picked it up from there and it was kind of up and down as we went. But, you know, it really took us a couple weeks to get going. But I thought our guys really pushed through and made the best of it. Yeah, man, that's a lot of adversity you had to face. Uh, you know, first of all, Holston and then the coronavirus. I mean, that's two opponents, uh, you know, nobody wants to face this year. That Holston team is really good. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. So, so I don't yeah. think I, I want to talk about this a little bit, though. I don't think people realize how tough it is to coach at the at the Class One A division in Virginia football. Um, it's it's you know obviously you have you have less kids you know walking your halls of your school and 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 many kids when you do play never come off the field. I mean they are warriors out there. Um, and you know I know a big part of coaching today is you know, recruiting kids out of the hallways to don the pads and, and represent the school on Friday nights. Um, so so what's like that like? You know, how tough is it working with uh, with smaller numbers in Class 1A? Uh, it's, it's, definitely a, it's definitely a tough situation, I'll be honest. Uh, usually, you know, usually you get your kids you know, to do most of the recruiting for you. You know, you can talk to them as much as you can, but it's really about getting the guys that really enjoy it and, you know, they go they go hit the hallways and get everybody out there. Um, but, yeah, like you said, you know, I think most of the season, you know, when we went from offense to defense or even to special teams, it was usually nine to ten guys that would stay on the field and just go the other side of the football. Um, you know, it, it's unique. Uh, we enjoy it, though. I mean, you know, we have great relationships when you got small numbers when you're working with you know, 18, 20 kids. And we were fortunate enough this year to have about 30 kids come out. Uh, and I really credit that for the other the other players on the team, really going and recruiting guys and uh, and getting them out. So, you know, the best recruiters are your kids. But, you know, they, 
they've halfway got to like you and the other coaches to actually come out and play. And but it makes it makes practices interesting because as the season goes on, you end up with you know eighteen, twenty kids at practice. You can't even go eleven on eleven. You've got to adjust and you know make the best of it. And I think our kids have always responded and done well with that. You know, it's funny when your numbers get down, Coach. What position do you play? Because I know a lot of the coaches get out there and at least stand in spots. Are you are you a quarterback or a middle no. linebacker, or do you get out there in the middle of them? Yeah, any any and everywhere. I mean, <laughs> you end up sometimes playing quarterback. You're playing receiver. You sometimes you're playing D line. You know, holding the pad and trying to fire off on the football. Um, Lord, you know, our coaching staff runs as many plays as, as the kids do half the time. So, but it's fun and the kids enjoy it. And I mean, it just creates better relationships with the kids. Absolutely. And I know they appreciate it. And I tell you what, Eastern uh, Montgomery is a nice little school, uh, down there. Um, and, and, uh, you know, it, it, you got great facilities. Uh, it, I love your stadium there. I mean, the way it sets down and, that you kind of can enter from the top and, and walk down to your seats. It's kind of a half bowl. And, uh, it's you know, I've been to games there. It's just a nice, uh, fun, great high school atmosphere. You got to be pretty happy with uh, with being there and, and coaching those guys. But, um, but tell me a little bit about uh, some of your seniors. Just, you know, I know you can't mention them all, but maybe just a few. I mean, uh, you, you've had good leadership. I mean, that's the only way you get to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, and and we uh, you know we only had six seniors this year, and you know four of them have been four year, you know four year players, and a lot of them have been even three or four year starters with us just because of our low numbers and stuff. But you know Seth Burleson and Eli Brown were our two running backs going in. We only had three running backs this year, um, but both of them are guys that have been playing really since freshman year on. Uh, and they're guys that you know they've lived in the weight room. They love the weight room right now. They you know they have the highest total in terms of weightlifting. Um, you know, they're just great kids. They understand, you know, they're they're obviously both linebackers and they've played DN some this year. Um, but you know, they've been they've been a big reason for a lot of our success. You know, they just had rep after rep for the past really four years. Uh White Sallard's another one, Ben Vi's another one, uh, that's been playing for us for four years. And I mean they've just the experience that they've gotten and the experience that they've been able to push on to some of our younger kids because up front we started Two sophomores, two freshmen, and one junior on the offensive line. Wow. But, you know, when you, got, when you got a couple freshmen, you know, playing, but you got seniors running behind them at running back, you know, they clean up a lot of mistakes that, you know, some of the younger kids make. And they all feed off of those guys, too. Uh, and so, you know, the leadership that we've gotten from those guys and the strength that we've had from them, you know, has been unbelievable for us. And one of the big reasons why we had some success this year. Coach Stewart, it's Coach Leftwich. Good morning. Tell me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the coach's hat off of you for a minute now. Uh, season ended last night, and I hated that. But now I'm gonna put the uh, kind of the you know the reporter hat on. Give me some background here, and, and what do you think, Giles? You saw Giles last night. You got Perry McClure on the fifth. You had Perry McClure on the fifth. What are we looking out of for these two teams now moving forward? Oh. It's going to be super physical. Um, I, I think it's going to it's going to be interesting because Perry McClure is very, very big and physical, um, but obviously dealing with Giles on one week, you know, just really four practices, getting ready, preparing for them, and Giles just being so disciplined at what they do, being so crisp at what they do. You know, it's not anything really that Perry McClure has seen all year. Now they did play 
Riverheads early on and, and competed with them. I watched that film. Um, it's just going to be a knockdown drag out. Um, I just, I don't know, you know how, how disciplined Perry McCourt is going to be because it's just so unique seeing that Giles offense. Now Perry McCourt's got way more size, um, but it's, it's going to be a unique, a unique game, and it's really going to be some big hits going on in that game. It's really going to be come down to who turns the ball over and who has the punt maybe once or twice. All right, and also let me ask you with uh, – I noticed here lately uh, the Burleson kid has been getting a lot of attention down there for what he's doing and who's around him and everything. Uh, where does he go from here? Is he Has he had any offers, or is he just – uh, heading into college, heading into the workforce, where does he go from here? Uh, he hadn't had any offers. Uh, he and I just sat down a couple weeks ago and kind of hammered out a game plan for him. He's got a couple of schools on his list. You know, most of them are smaller. D three or a couple D two schools he's looking at. He's gone and visited Farum. Uh, he's been up to Emory and Henry a couple times. He's been to Carson Newman and visited. We've got a guy that played. Uh, Eddie East Montgomery that coaches down at Carson Newman now. So he's kind of been all over the place. He's going to visit UVA wise today. Um, but, you know, he hadn't had any offers. He's just been, and really this year's kind of been his year to shine. So he's kind of new to the whole process. And a lot of people are just now starting to hear his name. But he's looking to go somewhere and play. He just hadn't decided yet what he wants to do. Okay. Hey, great. Uh, Coach Stewart, it's Jimmy Whitaker. Uh, I've, for some reason, I, I ask a, a football question, and then I tend to ask something related to food. So I'm going to give you a, a little warning before I start my question. But have, having uh, attended a single-A school, uh, speak to, you know, because I, I attended a single-A school, speak to, you know, what a family that you have there because it's, it's, it's such a small group and you know everybody's business. Oh, yeah. Lord, all of our kids, I mean, when it's lunchtime or anything, when the kids are walking the halls, I mean, it's all the football guys are packed around. You know, it's a little bitty lunch table, really, with five chairs, but you look over and there's 12 or 15 kids trying to pack around one table. And it's, you know, freshman, senior, there is no difference at our school. I mean, everybody's in class together. Everybody's going to weightlifting and stuff together. It's just, it, it's really unique. Uh, the You know, the kids, half the time when they leave practice, together they're all going to somebody else's house or they're all going swimming somewhere uh the parents you know the parents have been great providing food and, you know places for some kids to stay and uh, we have a couple kids you know, that stay at other people's house during the season and things like that trying yeah. to deal with the coronavirus and stuff like that so you know it's just a great small community and everybody just looks after each other that's a that's great and and that brings back memories. So so here's my food question for you coach Stewart. So so you and I were maybe sitting down at Bellasinos to have a pizza. Uh what what toppings would you get on that pizza? Oh, I'm going to get it fully loaded. Oh. I mean, <laughs> we knew that. You throw anything and everything you throw it. The more onions the best. I love onions. I love pepperoni. Uh but really it doesn't matter. It's all, all right. the same just pile it on there. All right, Coach. Great. Thank you. Wow. Did you see how he worked in his sponsor there, Coach? You know, Bellasinos is is his guy. So, But, no, that that's a great question. Hey, I, I, last question for you, Coach. Um, your district, the Pioneer, can really be a challenge. And I think Coach uh, Lefwich was talking about a few teams there. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes uh, some of the, the districts that have the smaller schools in them don't get as much love as some of the bigger schools. But, I mean, that district is tough. Uh, what can you tell us about that district going forward? It's just uh, year after year, 
Um, you usually have, you know, really, really, you know, Perry McCore has been a really successful program, you know, all throughout. Uh, Narrows has really picked it up here in the past six or seven years. Covington year in and year out always has a lot of skilled kids and plays really, really hard. And then this year, you know, um, Craig really has picked it up yeah. now. Uh, they're going to keep building. They've had great numbers at a middle school team. Uh, you know, I see them improving year by year by year. Uh, they've got a new coach who's you know, a, a hometown guy, and he's really built it up. And I see them improving a lot. It's just every week, you know, on the district schedule, you know, it's tough. Uh, everybody's dealing with the same thing we are. Just one or two injuries, the whole outcome of the game. But it just seems like every time you get into a game, it's a dog fight. And, but but we like it, and all of the coaches and stuff get along real well. And so it's a tough district, you know. Us and the other, the Mountain Empire district uh, are all tough. And I see Mountain Empire team probably heading to state sooner than later. Wow. All right. So he is Eastern Montgomery coach Jordan Stewart. Uh, this is the U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline. Coach, thanks so much for your time this morning. We loved hearing from you. I appreciate it, guys, and I thank you all for so much coverage for our small school and our small area. We love doing it. Yeah, what a good man. Oh, man. What a good man right there. Yeah, I, I lo- you know what I liked? I liked hearing a little bit about um, how close the coaches are Yes, and how they work together. And, you know, I obviously on Friday nights, that's your, that's your competition. Right. You're trying to beat their butts. Yeah, here for, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, the Burleson kid, I think it's Seth. Yes. Yeah. Seth Burleson. Yep. He really started, I noticed the uh, stations, the TV stations, you know, uh, started doing a lot. He started getting the attention. And, you know, when you start getting that attention, that's when you start seeing some colleges start to show up. But this young man, and and I love the fact that, he, you know, him and the coach sat down. And yeah. Coach Stewart said, hey, let's let's work a plan up. Nobody's coming to talk to you, you know, right now. And, you know, sometimes kids get late starts to where these colleges don't really get to see them. Right. And, but let's talk to you. Let's use the connections. You know, let's, we've got coaches that went to school here. Now they're down here. Let's use these connections. Let's get you into a program that you can do well. Because, you know, you don't want to see a kid just stop it right here. If they don't want to. If they don't want to. Yeah. If they want to go on and play, let's find a home for you. And I, and I love that, that they sit down and they're working a path for this young man. Well, I, you know, coaches don't get enough credit. I mean, it takes a lot of work outside of games. It does. Outside the season yes. for these guys. And they don't get paid much. No. I mean, it's a labor no. of love. These guys really, you talk about somebody uh, who really is helping young people. These coaches stepping up and really, a lot of it's their own time. They're sure. trying to connect with college coaches and teams and, you know, scholarships and grants and availabilities. And they're trying to, you know, keep the families involved. And right. I mean, there's just a lot to that. Yeah. Hey, and, and I was going to say, I'm not going to reveal who this is, oh, but I, go. but I, oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Both these guys rolling their eyes, but uh, I had the opportunity uh, a few days ago to be in someone's office while they were on the phone uh, with an athlete. And they were trying to set up, you know, some visitations to schools. Yeah. And uh, I was lucky enough to be sitting there when the coach was able to uh, contact the student um, and and to give them good news, saying, hey, this school wants you to come. They there want you, you to come and take a look. And uh, the, the beauty was is I got to watch the coach. But more importantly, I could hear the kid's voice. And you could just hear the excitement 
you could hear, you know, that there was this bit of proudness, like, oh yeah, man, they really right. want me to come. Right. So it was a it was a nice experience that I got to to steal away and and you know, so it's like you say, Carl, the the coaches do a tremendous amount to get these kids placed somewhere and it's it's a great testament what they're doing. Yeah. Great. Sure. And, and you know, and it's a good thing to be wanted. Oh yeah. That's and you the, could tell it in his yeah. When I heard his voice, he was like Oh man, yeah, that's great. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'll go down. Right. So. You know, we we pay so much attention to like kids like you know Zach Rice. All these colleges are walking in. All, everybody you know, wants. Them. Everybody wants you. But it's that it's those two schools that are fighting over that one kid that you're sitting there going, okay, you know, there may not be the biggest schools in the world, but boy, they want me. Yeah. Somebody wants me, and I and I want to play on Saturday. So, yeah. And and. and I, I had the opportunity this week to um, to be at some of the national uh, letter of intent signings sure. for the students, and um, man, I mean the excitement that I saw on those athletes, and then you know the excitement I saw on some of the parents because yeah. you know if, if a kid is getting a scholarship, yes, um, man, you talk about uh, a potential financial windfall relief. for the, the oh, right. yeah relief yeah maybe that was the sounds I was hearing the <laughs> size of relief sure because you know you look at it if a kid's going to a division one school and they're going to get a four-year ride and they do it I mean that's hundreds of thousands of dollars there so well it's a double win the kid is leaving home so you get that room back <laughs> oh, and wow. then they get to and the college is picking up the tab for the because you know yeah. It's a double win. Wow, that's coach for you right <laughs> yep, there. There you go. Come on, All right, a few more of our sponsors um, uh, I want to call out. Uh, Pittman Construction, uh, Walt Derry and the guys do a great job over at Pittman. If you have any kind of project, uh, even if it's a little remodel or something need yeah. fixed up or whatever, start with Walt and uh, Pittman Construction. That Those guys are really uh, excellent at what they do, and they care a lot. They, they really uh, go to... Uh, uh, great ends to make sure that their work is, looks really good. So you, you want to start with them. The Myrius Group, uh, Stuart Barnes, Jay Harlow, those guys over there. Yes. Fantastic financial advisors. Um, really, uh, you know, you think about financial advisors and you think, I don't know that language. I don't right. want to get in a room and talk about my money with people I don't know and sure. talk about things I don't understand. These guys simplify it. Right. These guys are really down to earth. And, and their whole team over there, they do a really good job of, you know, making sure you understand what, what they're talking about and what choices you have. Yes. You have choices. You, you don't do. have to just set your money out there and hope, you know, that it's enough. Right. Uh, so, you know, I, I would recommend calling those guys at the uh, Ameriprise, the Marius Group over there. And then Custard Stand Chili. Coach already did a commercial. I did. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You yeah. Know, we need to talk about That's it That's it. If you lose a ball game, we take the chili and we bring it to our stadium. So. I'm surprised you didn't come up with Custard Stand uh, toothpaste or something. Hey. We might work that in. Mm. How about that? Look at that. Could you <laughs> so I'm pausing on exactly. that one. Yeah. <laughs> like, huh, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. But uh, Custard Stand Chili, I mean, it is it is great chili, and it's chili time, guys. Chili fresh. Chili fresh. Yeah. It's, it's getting cooler out, and uh, it's a great time for chili right now. And certainly, uh, you want to try If you haven't tried Custard Stand, you got to try it. Um, and then Mama D's. Yeah. Look at you. Looking fresh. Look at you. Talking about fresh. Look at you. New haircut. I like it. I mean, I, I'm, I, you know, and I was thinking about it. You know, it's not just a place to get your haircut. No. I mean, literally, uh, it's so much fun to be in there. You get into the chair, 
And uh, those uh, ladies over there, uh, both Deanna's over there, I mean, they are uh, they are idea people. Yes. You start talking about something, man, they they come up with ideas. They, they do. They love doing it, and they have a good time in there. And I, I know when I'm in there, there's always somebody in the other chair, and you end up talking and meeting them. And right. It's just a... It's just a cool feel. If you if you haven't found a place to get your hair cut, you found it. Well, and the thing I like most is, you know, if you forget one's name, you know the other. So, it's, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's so always, we know when you, you walk in. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. You know who you're, who's Leave cutting your cage. hair. Yeah. Leave it to Cage. All right. Great show today. Um, now, uh, you know, in the second hour, we're going to obviously do the grade A poll. We're going to do the Jimmy thing. We're going to do the five things you need to know about high school football. We're going to take a quick break, but we still want to talk about high school football games from last night. Yeah. So we're going to talk about those games when we come back. But um, stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. WPLY, Roanoke, WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at sportsradiova.com. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. Hey, Roanoke, Chuck Baker from Haley Toyota. It's our 18th annual Yes Member celebration. Yes, we have a great inventory of local trade-ins, certified Toyotas, and Haley preferred cars to fit just about any budget. Yes, new inventories are at an all-time low. However, we're not taking advantage of the shortage by using market adjustment stickers over MSRP. Come order yours now during our Yes Member event. Yes Member means saving thousands on your next newer used Toyota. And yes, Haley has it for less. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on CustardStand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6. And Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop off Brambleton. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Jay Harlow 
financial advisor with the Mirius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, and I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive, Southwest Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty, 540-353-7173. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English Muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me, pumpkin spice. Thomas's English Muffins, wake up to what's possible. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Let's talk about some of these high school games a little bit last night. We'll highlight a few. Um, I'll start with Brookville, Rockbridge County. We had uh, Dave Roadtrip Anderson and Josiah Elmore over there uh, covering that game. And um, I'm telling you, uh, Rockbridge County came out, first play of the game, touchdown. Uh, okay. And, and uh, I mean, they weren't messing around. And I don't know if, any, if you guys have, uh, the audience has seen Rockbridge County play the last few years. They throw it all over the lot. Okay. I mean, they really sling it around. And they're a tough, they're a, they're tough to defend because you, you know, it's not your traditional just dig in and and stop the run. Uh, their quarterback Miller J is is really good, and you know he hit Keswick Owens on the game's first play from scrimmage, and it was six points. You know before people got just settled. that quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean you 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 hadn't even coach. You probably hadn't even got your hot dog yet, and you know got back <laughs> no. to your seat. They were still putting custard stand chili. Yeah, on. there you, you know. go. So I mean, but um, you know that was a sixty-five yard uh, touchdown pass, and. But after that, the bees settled down. Um, you know, they they started giving the ball to Tayshawn Butler. Uh, he punched it in from eight yards out, and it was a seven-six game. Uh, Rockbridge had missed her uh, extra point. Um, so you know, then a few minutes later, you had uh, quarterback Drake McDonald. You know, he found Stephen Preston, uh, wide receiver Stephen Preston, running on the field, and you know that was a thirty-five-yard touchdown pass caught it caught it over his shoulder in stride right um so you know uh i'm telling you drake mcdaniel is a good quarterback he, he can run it and he can throw it 
And uh, he makes Brookfield very dangerous no matter who they're playing. Uh, but Brookfield scored 21 points in the first quarter. And, you know, from there it was, you know. You know, it's it's hard to win at Stinger Stadium. You <laughs> know that as well as I do. Not for Brookville. Not for Brookville. But I'm right. saying if, you, if you're an opponent and you roll in there, boy, it's hard to, you know, try to get a win there because Brookville, they throw everything at you. Yeah. And, you know, and you may score quick on them, but guess what? When them bees start swarming, you got problems. Well, they're mean. I mean, I yeah. you know we 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 talked a little bit about that, but I mean they they get there in a bad mood, right? Uh, so you know, there's one thing to say, well, you know, a team's athletic or a team's skilled, and you know all that's important. But when you play a team that's mean, sure, that really wants to put it on you, put something on you, you can't rub off, right? Uh, that's a different animal. Yes, and they always have a chance because you know you're always. The opponent's always thinking, well, you know, uh, you know, I might want to take a, I might want to go down here, you know, before I, you know, that whole rush of uh, bees gets over here to me. But, um, but they're tough. And and Butler, Tayshawn Butler, who uh, we're going to play a clip from Coach Meeks here in a second. Um, you know, he had 216 yards on 12 carries. He scored four times. You know, from 52, 54, 28. You know, I'm um, uh, just all over the place. Uh, he makes them so tough. Yeah. And he's he's such a good runner, and he's got such good vision. He's hard to bring down. Uh, and then McDaniel, you know, he only threw nine passes, but, you know, he completed four of them for 125 yards. He ran for another 90-plus yards. And, uh, you know, I mean, when they get it all going, it, it – you know, it's it's tough. Hey, Carl, am I remembering right that uh, last year isn't Butler the one that had the 108 yard yes. TD return? Yeah, right wow. before the half. Exactly. No time yeah. on the clock. Yeah. You, you know, those scores with no time on the clock are always pretty exciting because you get yeah. him down, it doesn't count. Right. But they couldn't catch him. No. I yep. mean, he and he was on one side of the field, then the other side of the field, then down the field, and I was tired after watching him. You know, all that running. <laughs> That's yeah. right. There was another thing that happened at the game, too, that we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, later, hopefully. Uh, but Meeks uh, got a chance to uh, put his 16-year-old son, Bryson, into the game. And uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. I'm not going to give too much away. But, um, you know, pretty cool story there. But let's uh, let's listen to Coach Meeks talk about the game last night with Rockbridge County. So you get a rematch with Heritage. You heard correct. What's going to be a key to... You know, getting them this time. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Literally, that's the best answer I can give you. Oh, it's heritage. Yeah. Low coach team, athletes everywhere. Coach Bradley does a phenomenal job year in and year out. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think they've got to reach a championship every single year for a long time. So, Sir. it's heritage. Uh, everything. we got to play well, offense, defense, special teams. There's all the little things. Can you tell me about number 67, scored the two-point conversion? Late in the uh, yeah. game. Matthew Parker, he's, he, he uh, came out for football. This is his senior year. He came out for football, and he's become a uh, team favorite. Uh, the kids love Matthew Parker, and we're so glad he came out. And uh, um, like I told him, call called a timeout to let them know we're not trying to run the score up, and I don't want anybody letting them score. We're going we're gonna to put him in, and we're going to run wedge. And if he scores, he scores. And if he don't, that's fine. He, he's earned the right to get in and, and get a play. And uh, we've been trying to get him the ball for a while, too. And he, he scored, and I think he's the happiest kid out here right now. Yes, sir. Your running back, number 28, had a heck of a game. What, what does that speak to type player he is? I, I tell everybody, and I stand by this, Tayshawn's, I, I call him a one-percenter. You know, I've been coaching 20 years, and uh, you, you don't get many Tayshawn Butlers. And uh, 
And I mean that. On, I'm not just talking about ability on the field. I'm talking about the total character of the kid in the halls, classroom, field, captain, leader. Just an awesome young man who gives me everything he's got for four straight years. And I've never coached him in one single game that I didn't feel like he laid it out there for me and his teammates. And uh, just love that kid. And, proud of him i mean just, i'm used to it now everybody else yeah. is wild but i just he's, i'm kind of spoiled that's what 28 does and can i get a quick comment about about rockbridge uh, i think i think they're a well-coached football team that quarterback uh he, they knocked us out the playoffs two years ago he's uh really good and uh I, I just think they're really good at what they do and i mean as you saw they move the ball against us they call some problems uh, i think the score is a little misleading they had some drives early very efficient and uh I just think they're well-coached and really good at what they do. I think the quarterback's special. And Rockbridge came out throwing uh, tonight. How'd you prepare for that all week? Actually, my arm's still killing me. That's how we prepared. <laughs> I threw a lot. Yeah. My pitch count. I went over my pitch count. I just tried to sling it and talk trash and get in their heads and, yeah. and, and pick them apart. And obviously, I played a little scout quarterback this week because I knew our coverage. So I tried my best to hit every honey hole. And be as, I'm not anywhere near as good as that kid, but I tried my best to expose our defense and where I thought we were weak all yeah. week yeah. to try to, you know, give, give yeah. them a vibe. Now, I, I, they changed some stuff up, though. I got to credit their coaches. They did a lot of things that we hadn't seen in the films we had, and rightfully so. I mean, they, they did some good coaching adjustments. That's not stuff we prepared for. You were up uh, quite a bit at halftime. How'd you keep your guys motivated to get out there? I think uh, this is just a hungry team, and... Um, you know, this team's been through a lot. Like I said, we had a lot of adversity early with some... It seems like all of our injuries hit at once, and now we're starting to get puzzle pieces back. At one point, we had eight starters out for two games. They just all domino-affected. But we got four of those guys back tonight. And uh, we're starting to get our guys healthy right when we need them. And uh, they just play hard. I mean, you know, every game this year, I don't think you can look at a film, even in the games we lost, and say that they didn't play hard. That's just what they do. They love football. I tell you, it's so interesting to hear uh, Coach, you know, talk about playing quarterback. Yeah. His arm being sore. And, <laughs> yes. You know, he exceeded his pitch count and, you know, trying to really push his team, you know, trying to get inside their head and really prepare him. I, you know, I don't think people think about, you know, all that this, these coaches do. I mean, they'll they'll get out on the field and really uh, try to get their, their teams ready. And uh, it's it's just, it's cool to hear him talk about. Uh, and, and you know what? I hear optimism there. He's got guys coming back that were injured. Mm, sure. You know, he, uh, you know, I, you you better keep your eye on Coach Meeks in, the, in this Brookville Beast because you yes. don't want them to sneak up on you. And he talked a little bit about playing Heritage next and how big that game, you know, they, in his mind, they played one of the best games he's ever been involved in earlier right. this year. Well, and you feel, and, you know, we talked about it with EC Glass this year. You feel in the Seminole because LCA is so good. And Seminole SEC of the area, but you know, <laughs> you you feel that LCA is so good. Some of these other teams, you really don't hear a lot about, right? And you feel like right now that Brookville Heritage, EC Glass, you, those were the teams that you're like, wow, really not hearing a lot about them because one team is just you know dominating right now, and you're hearing LCA, and we know what LCA has, and you know they're trying to finish what they started last year. And, and you're you're watching that, but you know it, it's you're in a position right now where okay, forget about me a little bit because right. I'm going to get you. When you forget about me, I'm going to get you. And you know, and that that right now could be a Brookfield, that could be a Heritage. When you least remember me, yeah, I, I'm going to get you. It's a mistake. That's a big mistake. Yeah. The Stinger. The Stinger. Yeah. Stinger Stadium. 
Uh, Coach, talk a little bit about this Martinsville-James River game. I mean, I was uh, – uh, that was a close game. Well, you know, a lot of people thought going into, you know, Martinsville lost a season last year due to COVID. Right. They they didn't even play last year. And that's, you know, and when you're coming off that year of not playing, you don't know what you have. Uh, they started the season, uh, you know, they beat Perry McClure at the beginning of the season. So th- this is a good team. It's a solid team. They got a run-based offense here. Uh, their quarterback, Ray Dickerson, he's had eight, you know, touchdowns this year. Mm-hmm. The number that got me last night was, and Martinsville won this game last night, 16-13. The number that got me last night was 0-8. And, and a lot of people were like, what's 0-8? Well, that's James Rivers' records in playoff games. Mm. All time, 0-8. Mm. And last night they went to 0-9. Yeah. Whoever wins as a coach a playoff game is going to get a statue down at James River. There's no doubt in my mind. Because wow. these kids don't know how to win in the playoffs. Well, but you've I mean, got to change that culture somewhere. You you've got to give them that sense. And I really think last night a lot of people thought this was going to be it. This was going to be one and eight last night. Yeah. And Martinsville came in. They were a little bit more aggressive. That you know, again, that run base. You know, it was a defensive battle last night. Yeah. And at the end, it's one of those things of man, I hate to see a team lose. And James River come up short again last night. We always hate to see a crunch team. Yeah. yeah. That's for sure. Well, I think, you know, you say that. I, I think Coach Jennings is going to be that guy that turns that around. He's going to get that yeah. win. And, and, I, and I'd love to see him get that win. I'd love to see him get four wins at the end of the season. That'd be a nice know? statue of him. You know, that'd look good. Yeah. Jen, Coach Jennings. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's get, you know. Okay. But that that's the only number that really stuck out to me last night sure. was when, you know, and you kind of, and trust me, when I was coaching, one of the things that, you know, everybody sits there and goes, you know, it's hard to win. It's easy to lose. And once you get in your head that we're going to lose this game, man, we haven't won these ball games. We haven't done this. You know, the teams before us have never won. Well, guess what? You know, sometimes the, the ghost of the past get in on you. They get on your back and you can't shake them because you've already lost the game before you've even played the game. Yeah, but you say that, but Martinsville hadn't had much success. No, of, no, 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 of, no. Of late either. Right. So, you know, somebody's going to win these games. And, sure. And you, you make a good point, but uh, I, I think uh, Coach Jennings uh, and James River, in my opinion, have turned a corner. And I think Very they good are team. going to be... Yes. Uh, you know, they're they're going to uh, be something to reckon with. Yeah, very good team. And that's the thing is that, but somewhere along the line, you got to shake that sure. 0-9. You, you just got to, you know, and I don't know how you do it. And, you know, it was so funny because you see coaches do things and, you know, they'll have the big bonfires where, you know, you'll bring things in and you throw them into the bonfire. You and never it's did like, that, did you, Coach? Yes, you got to. You know, it's like they disappear. That disappears forever. You put it in the bonfire, it's oh, gone. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, it's gone. It, it means nothing anymore. And so somewhere along the line, you got to have something to where these kids are going, yeah, we're done. We want to win and we're going to win. And this is, and that's how you, and you, you know, you do different things and you, you try to get that. But like I said, sometimes the ghosts of the past, they stick to you sometimes and you just can't shake them. But okay. we're not endorsing bonfires no. or anything. No, like no, no. Just, okay, so, should you yeah. throw any old report cards in there when you were in school? <laughs> well, you know, think about it. When you, when you're, you know, you've got those old relationships that you're, you know, you got that, this young lady, she's, you know, and yeah, this young oh, yeah. man is, you know, and it's things like, you know, I got an F on a report card. Like yeah, you said, report card. you throw it into the bonfire. Yeah, that that you F is gone. have any report cards left, Coach? I, I don't have a report card with an F on it. But that's oh, not okay. the point. You know, it's, but that's, you know, but that's one of those things you do. 
as you know, coaches, you have fun with the kids and you're like, look, we got to get rid of something. Right. And, you know, that's the thing. But, no, I, I agree with you. James River has turned the corner. Mm-hmm. And I hated to see them lose this game last night. And, I, and a lot of people thought James River had this game last night. Right. But, it, it, again, it's a three-point ball game. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like somebody got blown out in this game. It oh, was a knockdown drag nothing. It, exactly. So it was 13 nothing. the second part of it, yes, that game. Yes, uh, They just didn't come all the way back. I want to talk quickly about a couple games, and I'm going to pitch it to Jimmy, but uh, the game that I was at, Radford-Floyd County, uh, really a good game. You know, Floyd County opened the scoring, uh, and, but but Radford kept getting behind, uh, you know, kept getting behind the, the Buffalo defense on offense. They kept, okay. you know, and, and this Landon Clark quarterback for them is a special kid. I mean, he runs around out there like Fran Tarkenton. There you go. I mean, he they cannot get him down, and he knows where the line of scrimmage is. He doesn't cross it. He can. Okay. He's a good runner, and he's physical, but he stays back, and, I mean, he throws it all over the lot. I don't know how many times they scored, meaning Radford, where he just, you know, you can only guard a receiver for so long. Right. I mean, and, and you're talking about uh, Marcel Baylor back there. You're talking about a lot of good athletes for Radford running around. And he just chewed him up, and and uh, it was it was fun to watch. Um, you know, Floyd never quit. Uh, Coach Beal's teams don't, and uh, it was hard hitting to the end. But um, congratulations to Radford. But you know, now they're rewarded with traveling to Appomattox. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's the thing with you know Marcel uh, Baylor. This is a young man that averages ten yards a carry. So when he when he takes off running, he's first down. Yeah, he's picking up big chunks of yardage. Right, and you just got to figure out how to contain him. Yeah, and a lot of teams they haven't figured that out. Yeah, and that and that's the thing. I got a I got a little segment here with Coach Chris from Radford. Let's let's listen to Coach Chris talk about the game last night. So great win tonight, um, man! Your quarterback is is amazing. The way he can run around. I don't remember him at Christiansburg. No, well he didn't. He just uh, he just started playing quarterback last week. Um, so he had worked him a little bit. But so Landon, that's Landon Clark. He yeah. came off of a fractured foot. He had surgery in the preseason. Wow. Uh, he fractured his foot last late spring. Had surgery in the preseason and just came back. So um, we. Well, he's he, really come he back. And Marcel and he kind of got it, and Marcel felt really good out wide like he can make plays and we just rolled with it from there well it's funny because he kind of opens up all your skill guys because you know marcel can get outside and and really uh really put pressure on people yeah uh he does and i mean he can obviously make make a ton of plays too and it obviously marcel's a huge threat outside which opens up other guys who we think are threats too yeah so uh real quick talk about your defense i mean your defense played pretty well yeah they did they did uh you know Ford will run right at you so they're gonna test your toughness um but i thought our kids responded um you know we played played pretty well we're sort of finding our way without tyrell you know that's always an adjustment when you lose a kid like that so uh but max is obviously filling in well he's gonna be really good um so we're just we're just uh you know, we feel like we're playing good football right now. You are. Uh, and then just say something about Floyd. I mean, Floyd's a great... Yeah, I told the, the riding same thing. I mean, I, I told our kids, they're gonna, we're going to get their best shot. They're going to play incredibly hard. we got to be patient because it's not going to happen easy early. Sometimes when you beat a team, you know, bad, the first time you think it's just going to happen easy. And I just mindset-wise, I, I told them it's not going to happen easy early, right? We're going to have to, uh, you know, stay patient, and then we feel like we can take over uh, and make plays. You know, I felt like that would happen. We just had to be patient. It can be a trap game when you got to play them twice. 
I love hearing the coaches talk. I mean, I, I like hearing them talk about their game. And uh, Coach Chris is doing a great job at Radford. And it's interesting, you know, to talk about their quarterback who's yeah. been hurt. Yeah. He has. And, uh, you know, he, he's a special kid. Uh, if you get a chance to watch them play, you don't want to miss it because uh, uh, he's exciting. Yeah. Um, I mean, he'll run to one side of the field and throw it all the way. You know, they tell you never to do that. He'll throw all the way to the other side of the field to an mm -hmm. open receiver. And he just has the arm strength to do it. There you go. I mean, you cannot track it down. Okay. Even if you're looking for it, you, you know. So, um, anyways, all right. So, the other game I want to talk about before I pitch it to Jimmy on his game is Patrick Henry Massaponics. Um, you know, three times PH stopped Massaponics on fourth down. That defense, I saw it against Salem, you know, the week before. And I said, if they're not too dinged up, they've really talked about turning a corner. Their defensive line and their linebackers are good. And, uh, you know, each time they stopped them, they followed with a, a long drive for a touchdown uh, en route to that 42-27, um, you know, quarterfinal, quarterfinal victory. Uh, Carmen, Carmelo Taylor. Yes. You know, they're playmakers. When their playmakers show up, you got trouble. You do. And, um, you know, uh, he caught an 84-yard touchdown pass from Beasley. He had a 94-yard uh Toss to his buddy Tayshawn Webb. Wow. Um, yeah, and uh, so they had big plays for touchdowns. Um, you know, uh, Tayshawn Webb also caught a 75-yard TD pass from Beasley. And then Chuck Webb, mm. big number five, ground out 211 yards mm. on 21 carries. So uh, big win for PH. Um, so happy for Coach Fudler and the group over there. Uh, but they got Mountain View next. You right. know, there's always a next, yeah. Uh, until, unless you win a state championship, so um, Mountain View's a you know that's a steep hill to climb. You know when you take a look at Massaponics too, and this you know we talked about it earlier. This was a team coming in that was winning, that had some momentum, and the thing that really stuck out to me last night was, uh, you know, this quarterback, the Dante Hawthorne. He's only thrown the ball like 20 times this year mm. because of that option that they run, but. You know, you're like, wow, you've only thrown the ball, you know, 20 times this year? Well, he's ran for 954 yards. Mm. He's got 21 touchdowns. So what does that tell you they're doing? PH handled their business last That's night. That's right. They understood what they were doing, and they, and they went after him. And like right. you said, when you bring in the Taylors and you bring in the Webbs and you bring and – I, and I really think it starts with Beasley. Sure. And, and I'll be the first one. Like I said, I, I picked against them last night. And, you know, we've talked about PH throughout the season. I, I just really felt like Massaponics had some momentum going, plus a little home cooking. I, you know, PH is not the best. Why do you keep saying home cooking? Why well, it's because they're at home. Yeah, it's exactly right. Yeah. But, you know, PH isn't the best on the road. We've seen that some this year. Now, they're good at home. Sometimes the road's a little bumpy for them. And, but, man. They, I give it to them. They went in last night, handled their business, come out with a good win. And like you said, they get Mountain View now, and we'll see what they do there. Yeah. You know, Mountain View's not an easy out. That's a tough game. No, there. Mountain They're View. all going to be hard. They're all hard yeah. now, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and Mountain View is number four in the in the state. Yeah. And they beat a good Woodgrove team, 42-35. So that'll be interesting uh, to see. All right, last one we're going to talk about. Jimmy, talk about Lord Botetourt over Hidden Valley just a little bit here. Yeah, just some some quick information. Uh, it was a tale of two teams. You had a, a running team in Lord Botetourt and a passing team in Hidden Valley. Um, for Lord Botetourt, they had uh, 548 yards on 53 carries. 
Um, and and the chunk of those yards came from uh, nicely had 28 carries, 290 yards, two TDs, and then Bratton had 14 carries, 193 yards, and three TDs. Interesting, there was no passing yards for Lord Bodtop. How about that? That's pretty wild. Yeah. And then, of course, you you look up uh, against uh, our, our for Hidden Valley. You First of all, you start with the quarterback, uh, Dragovich. He went uh, 22 for 40. He had three interceptions, 271 yards. Uh, his main receivers were Dunnings with seven catches for 120 and Carroll five catches for 65. And then just a, a quick note in reference to uh, Dragovich, he uh, passed for more than 2,700 yards in his career, and it was the single uh, greatest si- passing season at Hidden Valley thus far. So wow. uh, hats off to Dragovich. And then I thought it was also interesting that um, uh, Nicely and Braxton, they refer to each other as thunder and lightning. Like it's wow. that. I thought that was yeah. kind of cool. And after seeing them, I get it. You I get, get it. the thunder and the lightning. You get so, it. Yeah. Now, one of the key things that I saw last night, uh, watching Lord Botetide, Lord Botetide over, you know, playing that district schedule and winning the Blue Ridge there, they they dominated the Blue Ridge. Uh, I think their totals were 223 points to 69 and mm. five games there in the Blue Ridge. Lord Botetide's got it coming on right now. They yeah. they've got some, and they've been they've been they've been a little quiet. And that's and, the key thing. And I earlier before the show came on, I I borrowed. I didn't tell him this, but I borrowed Coach's crystal ball that he likes to look into. Oh, now. Oh, so I'm sorry, that. Coach. Okay, I did right. borrow. So I'm looking into the crystal ball, and I'm gonna throw a prediction out there. Now this is no uh, negative to any of these teams that I'm referring to. Right. But my crystal ball, I look and I see a rematch of Lord Botetot and Liberty Christian Academy. Oh. That's what I see. Okay. Somebody's got to get by Christiansburg. To I, I'm aware yeah. of that. Yep. Yeah. Like yeah. I like I said, there. I, you talked about it earlier that that um, sometimes like Brookville plays angry. Yeah. I think Lord Botetot is angry. I mean, it, and you could tell it. I mean, yeah. there's there were some times last night on some of the tackles and – and then you always get tickled when you hear the fans on each side. Somebody's going, overrated, overrated. Well, there was a couple of times that they shouldn't have maybe said that because right. you can hear pretty good on the field. And and if you're a Division One guy getting ready to go somewhere and somebody in the stands is hollering overrated, uh, sometimes you do something that side of, it silenced the crowd. And there yeah. was a couple of scenarios that that happened. So yeah. you think the team's going, hey, quiet down over there? Yeah, nobody say that. These yeah. Guys? yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice. All right, so I want to talk, uh, before we go, we're going to uh, get to the coach, uh, the legendary coach's interview here in a second, but I want to talk about the Salem Civic Center uh, and all that we've got going on over there. Um, coming up November 12th, Coach, who's coming? Rodney Carrington, your man. Well, he was there last night. Oh. <laughs> That's what we mean. He was he last was night. He was there last night. Well, he, I'm sure it was a great show. Yes. If Rodney's still in the area. Hey, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we also have the uh, the Central Intercollegiate Athletic Association uh, football championship coming up. Now, that's today. Uh, huh? That's today. And that's today. Yes. Coach, you going? I might. 
I tell you, you know, um, got a lot of great teams uh, in that uh, athletic association, and they play good football. They do. I've been over there and watched a few of those games, and I'm telling you what, you want to talk about some good athletes. Yes. I mean, they can get it done. Uh, we also have um, the VHSL Volleyball Championships coming up over at the Ro- or at the uh, Salem Civic Center. Okay. We've got the uh, Roanoke Symphony Orchestra on Friday, December 3rd. That's not today as a coach. No, that is not. <laughs> we got Kansas uh, December 16th, rescheduled from the spring. And then we've got the Stampede Championship Rodeo, January 8th, 7th, 8th, and 9th. Love the rodeo. I tell you, it's been a while since I've been to the rodeo. Yeah, look at that. No, if you want to go by and see the uh, CIAA Championship game today, it's at 1 p.m. It's uh, Fayetteville State University against, is this Bowie or Bowie? Bowie. Bowie State. Bowie yeah. State University. Bowie State. So those are your two teams there. Again, uh, 1 p.m. right there at Salem Stadium. Go by and uh, mm. it's a nice day out. Get you some football in. Absolutely. Yeah. It feels like football out there. Yes. All right, so let's go, uh, Coach, if we can jump to our legendary coach uh, interview. Let's go to um, uh, Coach Chris from Blacksburg. Do you think there is one position in high school that lends itself towards uh, being a head coach? Is there one position that you see a lot of kids kind of play in high school and they end up being head coaches? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I think if you're a quarterback, a lot of it depends on, you know, how you're trained. And when we were uh, playing, every school ran the same offense and the same defense, and it was more – it was all run-oriented. Uh, you know, from a quarterback standpoint, you just had to make sure you got the ball handed off uh, correctly. Uh, but as far as coach, I don't think a quarterback uh, makes any better – head coach uh, than, uh, you know, than an offensive lineman. It, to me, it really comes down to, you know, how, putting, how much passion did you have and, and how much did you study the game? You know, you know were you somebody who just, uh, all right, tell me what to do and I'll get it done? Or did you kind of analyze, you know, what was being done and, you know, and why? And I think those are the folks who, you know, make good coaches. Whether you're an assistant or head coach, I don't think that matters. What was the offense that everybody ran? You said everybody ran the... Everybody ran the full house T. Uh, you know, it was dive or... Uh, I guess it maybe was a forerunner of the wishbone. Uh, we didn't have the luxury. The quarterbacks didn't have the luxury of making the reads uh, that the wishbone gave them. Uh, you know, it was just power. You know, who, had, who had the best front? Well, you know, Coach White, who I interviewed, uh, told me that, you know, he played or uh, coached with Coach Gaynor in right. PH, and he said he only had three plays back then, and it was all based off the dive, and he just made you stop him back then. There were so many country folks. Right. You know, we were a rural area, and, you know, there were so many rural schools. You know, everybody worked on a farm or had outside jobs, and, uh, that had some, you know, some physical needs for, and uh, so the power game kind of fit those people. I think as uh, farms went away and kids uh, moved more into towns, I think the skill set changed. And when the skill set changed, then offenses evolved and defenses evolved, and you know, I think that's kind of how we got to where we are. That's really interesting. I, I haven't heard anybody take on that but I, I guess so you know I, you hear, you hear uh, country boy strong so it makes you wonder if the at, more of the advent of weightlifting was necessary when you had kids that weren't bailing hay 
that weren't, you know, uh, driving cattle and doing some of the things on the farm, if maybe, um, along with education, that, you know, athletes started to lift more once they moved into the cities more, maybe they needed some way to, to, uh, to get that kind of strength. Well, I think it probably, I don't know what the pros did, because uh, I don't ever pay much attention to them, but I, I know it started in the college level and then filters down you know, to the high school level, uh, you know, but it took a while. Uh, when I first came to Blacksburg, I think the only folks that really uh, emphasized strength training was Coach Hickam at Northside, and then, uh, you know, and then we instituted it here, uh, at, you know, in Blacksburg. But, you know, as you're right, as folks, as farms went away and there was a need to be bigger, faster, and stronger, uh, it got to the point where if you were going to compete, you had to do it. Yeah. Was there a coach that you either coached for or um, coached or played under? Was there one coach that impacted you the most? Um, was there one guy that, or, or maybe it was somebody you just, you know, you studied from afar. Was there somebody that? Yeah. Uh, when I, after a service time and I Spent two semesters at JMU to to be certified to teach. Uh, I ended up at Madison County, where under Eddie Dean, who's a legendary coach uh, in that area, really throughout the state. And I was with him for four years. Then uh, I, I, you know, there are a lot of great coaches, and I don't mean to to uh, put any of them, rank them, sure, to, but. If he's not the best, he was certainly at the top, you know, in that top top group. What well, what was special about him? Thinking back, I mean, what was his what was his gift? Well, we had players. <laughs> that helps. Uh, but I never. I was there four years, and we never lost a regular season ball game. Wow. You know, so we had players, but but he was had a great knack of being able to do several things. One, he could put. He could put the players in the right position. Mm -hmm. I mean, he just and, and uh, he just had that knack. He could make game night adjustments quickly, uh, and he coached his coaches. You know, he didn't just say, "You know, this is what we're going to do." It was, "This is what I want you to do. I think this is the best way to do it." This is why I think it's the best way to do it. So, you know, so he coached us as a staff as, as well as the players that he was. Well, you know, what's funny is, I mean, we think of teachers, when we, we hear teachers, we think of school. But, uh, you know, and I just met you, but I could, you know, if you would have went into corporate America or the military, something tells me you would have been a teacher in that venue as well. You just seem to have that presence about <laughs> you. Maybe it's that coach. Yeah. You know, ability. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's great. Everybody has their gift. You just have to find it. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English Muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original, 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me? Pumpkin spice. Thomas's English Muffins. Wake up to what's possible. Hi, friends. Carl York here, your crunch time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after school programs focused on academic success 
good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Jay Harlow, financial advisor with the Merius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, and I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive, Southwest Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Hey, Roanoke, Chuck Baker from Haley Toyota. It's our 18th annual Yes Member celebration. Yes, we have a great inventory of local trade-ins, certified Toyotas, and Haley preferred cars to fit just about any budget. Yes, new inventories are at an all-time low. However, we're not taking advantage of the shortage by using market adjustment stickers over MSRP. Come order yours now during our Yes Member event. Yes Member means saving thousands on your next new or used Toyota. And yes, Haley has it for less. This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty. 540-353-7173. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day, using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasino's, Delville, and Roanoke. crunch time everybody um let's go on to the jimmy thing coach can we get a little theme song it's time for the jimmy thing all right all the cats and dogs are alive and looking at the radio right now so all right guys so i'm going to get back uh to what really the jimmy thing is all about it's more than just football. So what I'm going to be uh, talking about this morning is taken from the news in advance. So I want to make sure and give them uh, proper credit for this. But uh, we had a little lead into it with uh, Coach Jonathan Meeks at uh, Brookville. So what I'm going to be talking about uh, has to do with a little bit uh, from the Brookville Bees last night. So Jonathan Meeks finally got the chance to put his 16-year-old son, Bryson, into the game. Bryson has autism is considered high-functioning, and loves football. He's been practicing kickoffs for weeks in the hopes of getting into a game in a blowout scenario. So with 6.38 remaining in the third quarter, officials let Rockbridge know Brookville would be inserting Bryson into the lineup. 
and then he bounded onto the turf wearing number 24, and he kicked the ball five or six yards. Coach John Meeks was all smiles. It meant a lot to me, the coach said. The moment also meant a lot to a senior receiver, Stephen Pauley, who helped Bryson onto the field and aided him during the kickoff. Bryson, he's always there with us. At least a couple of days a week, he's at practice, he said. So it means a lot to get him out there with his boys. Pauly developed a relationship with John and Bryson Meeks as a freshman. Pauly's mother works in a group home, so he's passionate about caring for others. So when I saw Bryson, me and him, I just felt really, really strong connection, he said. So Meeks also stopped play after McDaniel fired off his second TD pass of the night, this time to insert Matthew Parker, and you heard him mention that a little bit when we heard him a little while ago. Now, Matthew Parker is a 5'11", 260-pound senior. Parker is also autistic, and he ran into a two-point conversion to make the score 50-6. to Meeks had officials let Rockbridge coach uh, Mark Poston know he was sending him Parker before the play and that he was not trying to run up the score, which shows you the kind of coach uh, Coach Meeks is. Parker, Meeks said, gives maximum effort even during stretching and warm-ups. He wanted to honor this senior. So a gang of Brookville players carried Parker into the end zone, and the conversion sent the Brookville high school crowd into a panic. He just became a team favorite, Meeks said, and the kids really wanted to get him in. I told Poston he was just going to run up the middle, and if you stop him, you stop him. He earned the right to get his carry, and I think the line blocked as hard as they ever blocked on that night. McDaniel helped push Parker into the end zone. He's a very intelligent kid, McDaniel said. He's not a very playful kid and not a very goofy kid, but he's a fun person to be around. He's always about working and getting stuff done. I would say he's probably the perfect person to be. And that is my Jimmy thing, and that gets us back to that it's more than just about football. That's awesome. And yeah. that, that came from, what, the News in Advance, That's right? correct. Yep, it all came from the News in Advance, so you can read the full article there. So I want to make sure and give them full credit. But I will say real quickly, uh, they Coach Meeks was also – one of my Jimmy things last year, and I should say it would have been his wife, uh, who is a very prayerful person of Coach Meeks. And, uh, you know, to hear this story come around, that, that, that puts a smile on my face. Yeah, we also have Coach Meeks talking about this a little bit. So let's play that. Uh, kind of cool to hear the coach talk. Yeah, that's my little man. Uh, Bryson's got autism, and um, every year I try my best to get him a kick um, at some point. And uh, this year, just the timing or sometimes the mood he's in, we weren't able to do it earlier. So we said if we get up 35 in the second half, we'll try to get him in one. And uh, we had an opportunity, so we jumped on it early just in case we didn't score again. And it's just pretty cool to see him get that kick in. I tell you, I love that. I love hearing the coach in his own in his own words talking about his son and how pride, uh, proud he is. And great job, Jimmy. That was a great uh, Jimmy thing. Okay, now, five things you need to know about high school football this week. Yes. Uh, for me, number five, I call this Lion's Roar. Louisa County yeah. made a statement Thursday, especially with their quarterback, Landon Wilson. 300 total yards, three TDs. And then on defense, he had five tackles and an interception wow. in that big 35-14 to 14 win over EC Glass. So... Uh, watch out for Louisa County. Um, number four, no ties. <clears throat> Matoka played Patrick Henry Ashland last night. 
for only the third time in history since 1965. The first two meetings were ties. Okay. And this one was close again, but it wasn't yeah. going to be a tie. You we just don't it. allow that anymore. But PH won last night, 28-25. Mm. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, number three, the Clark difference. I talked about this kid, the sophomore quarterback, defensive back from uh, Radford, Landon Clark. I, I believe he's only a sophomore. Yeah. Mm. Um, came back uh, to the team a few weeks ago with an vengeance. And coming off a foot injury, uh, Clark's first game back, he was our New River Valley Player of the Week with four interceptions. Two of them were pick sixes. Okay. So wow. when he gets a ball, he's electric. Yeah. Last night, uh, and only f- after only four games and after last night, he set um, Radford's uh, season record for interceptions. He's got nine. Okay. Nine. Look at that. I mean, uh, and, and the other thing about him, he unlocks the other teammates. Uh, yeah. You know, when he's got the ball, uh, it makes all the other teammates just so much harder to defend. And and uh, so, anyways, keep an eye on him. They're going to have Appomattox this week, so we'll see how that goes. Number two, Franklin County's running back, Jalen Lee. Hats off to Eagle running back, uh Jalen Lee, 33 carries, 177 yards, three TDs in that 35-27 loss to Western Branch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, folks, he's only a junior. And so is Eli Fouts, their quarterback. So, you know, big things for Franklin County uh, in the future. We'll see how that pans out next year. But uh, great season for those yes. guys. Yes, yes. And then number one, it always seems like something about these guys is number one. LCA, I just call this the LCA run. Uh, so Liberty Christian got up 35 to nothing in the first quarter over Wilson Memorial. Wow. And they were up 49 to nothing in half. Okay. En route to a 56 to 7 first round win over over, you know, Wilson Memorial. But their running backs, um this is wild. So so Gideon Davidson who were used to running all over everybody, yeah. everybody had 27 yards. Caleb Davidson his brother had 84. Okay. Oh, wow. Jalen Bell- Belford had 58. Davis Lane had 53. Only 12 carries combined. So really? they got ahead so much so early that they rested those guys. That's it, yeah. So whoever's playing LCA next, you're not going to get a tired team. No. I mean, they kind of just, right. you know, and those guys all averaged nearly double digits of carry. Yeah, tan rested and ready. Tan rested and ready. That's, That's right, it, Coach. You know. There you go. All right, so let's go to our um, the great eight debate. Yes. Uh, here we go. Now, for me, this doesn't change a lot uh, towards the end of the year, and this this hasn't changed a lot either, but there is one big movement. So <clears throat> let me just say last week I had uh, number eight was North Cross, number seven was Glenver, um, six was Brookville, five was EC Glass, four was Christiansburg, three Heritage, two, and one Salem LCA. This week I bumped EC Glass down to number eight. Okay. Uh, number seven, moving up one, is North Cross. Number six, Glenver. Number five, Brookville. Number four for me, Christiansburg. Number three, Heritage. And then one and two, almost interchangeable for me, almost, yeah. is Salem LCA. How would you like I to I just still say the same thing. Okay. Yeah. So uh, those teams, it's hard, you know, unless we can get them to play, it's hard to figure out, you know, which one really uh, would be the top of the heap, but they definitely are the top of uh, the the grade eight debate for me. And you know, interestingly enough, uh, LCA Heritage, Christiansburg, Brookville, uh, they're going to settle. Yes, because they're either got to keep winning and they're going to play each other. Yep. or somebody's got to beat somebody. So we're going to find out here in the next few weeks 
uh, who need, who belongs at the top of this list. Right. Where do you want me to start? Uh-oh. Wow, Coach. <laughs> oh, boy. No, well, you got a whole new eight? We got, got no, no, new, no. Oh, okay. The only place I'm going to start is number eight. And I think... Oh, wow. Yeah, with EC Glass. I love EC Glass. I think EC Glass is... It never... It, when he says that, it never... It never ends, ends well. It never ends well. EC Glass. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, their season in it... It finished last night. So, yeah. so it did. Thursday night, yeah. Well, Thursday night. Yep. It, it finished Thursday night. So, with that being said, I got to put two teams that are still going in there. So, I'm going to put an eight and a nine in here. So, it's going to be the oh, top no. eight. So, Lord Botetot and PH fall into that number eight and nine position because they're still going. And I think they can make a lot of noise in these playoffs. And like Jimmy said, Jimmy, you know, he pulled the crystal ball out. He's looking into that crystal ball and, you know, seeing things there. We could see that LB. And like Carl said, Christiansburg's going to play a factor in this. But mm -hmm. we could see that LB-LCA game again. And if we do see that game, this, you know, we've always talked about it all season. There's a lot of unfinished business on the table for Coach Rocco. Yep. And wouldn't that be a beautiful game to see there How about that? to where, you know, you see what happens there. But I, I really think PH and uh, LB will put them in tied. You sure you don't want to make it eight. a top 25? I mean, there's some other teams <laughs> that are still winning, Coach. Well, well no. Let's, we can. We can go <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, I know the, you could. You know. Yeah. Hey, don't, don't suggest that. Yeah, you know. we, the show's not long enough. <laughs> Next week, the terrific 10. <laughs> you know. <laughs> a quarter oh, of 100. Exactly. List from Coach. Okay. All right. No, good comments, though. I, I think you're... Uh, you certainly make some good points there. Hey, Carl, and yeah. let me give a quick shout-out to a game that's happening today at 4.30. Uh, the Lady Titans volleyball will be taking on Fort Defiance. So they're still playing. So, uh, you know, big things happening over at Hidden Valley for the for the ladies' volleyball team. So a, a shout-out to all those Titans today at 4.30 when they play. That's you, a good call. Will you be at that game? I, I will be at that game, yes, sir. Okay, so yep. if you need photos, crunchmvp.com. Got that right, yeah. yeah. Yep. And Thanks, also Coach. today, um, at 1 o'clock, yep. you've got Nansom and Suffolk taking on North Cross. Okay. So that's right here in town. That'll be a good one, too. And and I think I think yeah. I heard that uh, the running back for Nansom and Suffolk is uh, committed and playing at uh, University of North Carolina, and I think he's quite, quite a back, so it'll be fun to get to see how – uh, Northcrop stops him today. He's yeah. not committed in playing yet there, though, right? He's That's not, correct. He's, he's still going to play today, but I think his future has something Carolina blue in it, yeah. So could we see a Zach Rice sighting today? Ooh. I, I wouldn't think so, yeah. Well, I don't know. Never well, know. Who knows? He yeah, could come up and see his teammate, you know. <laughs> He'll be blocking for yeah, him. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Sure. One other call, since we're calling out some things, how about the um, the Cave Spring cheerleading group over there, Jimmy? Oh, you yeah, that competition cheer winning uh, the 3-8 state championship. I mean, what a what a great – and what a testament to their two coaches that both were pregnant at the time. Now, one of the coaches, oh. I think, she's delivered, uh, and, and the other one may have been pregnant at the time of the competition. So, you know, not only great things for the Cave Spring competition cheer, but – Hey, great things happening for those coaches and their families with uh, the the new babies coming. So, do we know the babies? Well, I I want to say that, that that the one and I'm it, it, there was a son born, and okay. I'm not sure that the other one has been born yet. Okay, yeah. 
Nice. Congratulations. Wow. Yeah. Coach, you were going deep there. Go team. <laughs> <laughs> little cheerleader. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let me talk a little college football before we get off here. So, um, uh, big news in this part. I mean, obviously, Virginia Tech's got Duke. Yes. And UVA's got Notre Dame. Yes. Number seven. That, and that's at 7.30 tonight. I think the Duke-Virginia uh, Tech game is at 3.30. 3.30 today. And, that, and, you know, right now we're on Fuente Watch. That's oh, the because yeah. you you know I, it's the talk of the town. No matter what you be you know what Mostly no matter you, what coach. it's you no, coach. no 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 it's uh, you know when Virginia Tech's playing that's you know that loss sure. last week to Boston College really you know kind of well with you did it it didn't set well with a lot of Virginia Tech folks that's the bad thing about it and right now we're you know you're hoping that Tech can finish the season out and uh, Duke's a team I think they can get today. But, boy, you just don't know what Tech has left in the tank mm. right now. Oh. So, and then, you know, then you get to the Virginia game, and the big question is, do we see Brennan Armstrong tonight? Yeah. A young man got hurt, and from what we're understanding, it's some tissue damage, and uh, everybody kind of thought it was a broken rib, but now they're saying that it's not the rib, it's some tissue damage. So, it's interesting to see what we have tonight. Mm. All right, some other games around the uh, the state, certainly. Old Dominion uh, versus Florida Atlantic. Uh, Liberty's Idol, I think, this week. Yes. JMU versus Old Dominion. Uh, Richmond versus Delaware. William and Mary versus JMU, 3.30. Okay. Uh, Virginia Southern, uh, I think they're playing North Carolina Wesleyan. I'll have to check on that one. Hampton is playing Campbell. Shenandoah versus Washington and Lee. Farron versus Emory and Henry. UVA uh, is playing Barton out of North Carolina. Concord, uh, West Virginia, is playing Pembroke out of North Carolina. Alderson Broadus versus Notre Dame Falcons out of Ohio. Look so at that. Make sure we got another area team playing, you know, a Notre Dame team. We got University of Charleston at West Virginia State. Uh, Wheeling University versus Fairmont State. West Virginia West or uh, Bluefield University at uh, St. Anselm. Okay. New Hampshire. That's a hard one to say. Appalachian State, or what do we call Appalachian State, guys? Uh, Botetourt South. South. Yes, Botetourt South is playing South Alabama, and then some uh, some teams, uh, some big teams that we're keeping an eye on. Number four Oklahoma versus number eighteen Baylor today. Mich- uh, Mississippi State at number sixteen Auburn. Number nine Michigan versus number twenty three Penn State. Georgia, number one versus Tennessee. Purdue at number six, Ohio State. Number 11, Texas A&M versus number 12, Ole Miss. And 21, uh, number 21, North Carolina State versus number 13, Wake Forest. And who did you have North Carolina Wesleyan playing? Uh, I didn't have them playing. I think that was an old one. Who, who are they uh, playing? Methodist today at five. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Coach. Yep. Uh, and then quickly, let me just go through the top 25 Uh from 1 to 25, we got Georgia, Cincinnati, Alabama, Oklahoma. That's the top four. Oregon, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Michigan is five through eight, or Michigan State, rather. Number nine is Michigan. Number 10, Oklahoma State. 11 is Texas A&M. 12 is Ole Miss. 13 is Wake Forest. Uh, 14 is BYU. University of Texas, San Antonio is 15. Auburn 16. Number 17 is Houston, 18 is Baylor, 19 is Iowa, 20 is Wisconsin, uh, 21 is NC State, 22 is Coastal Carolina, 23 is Penn State, 24 Louisiana, and 25 Pitt. There you go. So we got a lot going on there. Yeah. Uh, hey, great show today. Uh, thanks to all you fine folks for listening. Couldn't do it without you. Special thanks to our advertisers. Obviously, there'd be no show without uh, their support. 
Uh, we humbly appreciate everybody involved. For Coach Randy, he's Jimmy Whitaker. I'm Carl York. You've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. And remember, it's, it's all, all for, for him. him. Hey, Ronald, Chuck Baker from Haley Toyota. It's our 18th annual Yes Member celebration. Yes, we have a great inventory of local trade-ins, certified Toyotas, and Haley preferred cars to fit just about any budget. Yes, new inventories are at an all-time low. However, we're not taking advantage of the shortage by using market adjustment stickers over MSRP. Come order yours now during our Yes Member event. Yes Member means saving thousands on your next new or used Toyota. And yes, Haley has it for less. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. WPLY, Roanoke, WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at SportsRadioVA.com.